You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Hey, folks. Hi, it's Ari. And Sophie. Your faithful friends and true. <laughs> That's a Bob Barker reference. What'd you eat this week? What didn't I eat this week? Ooh, That's, that is what my body is saying. Mm. That's how I feel right now. I have food come up for days. Do you know what I mean? Like, I definitely been, do. I don't believe in cleanses, but it's like that's when if I ever want to have a few days of just drinking juice, that's why. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I don't believe in them, but I feel like my body is telling me maybe you should just eat steamed vegetables for a day. The best thing I ate this week was um, smoked a whole uh, pork shoulder. Oh, Ari was at home in Chicago, and every time she goes home to Chicago, I get so envious because A, her parents are spectacular cooks, B, her sister's a baker, C, Chicago has such sick restaurant life. It's Stop so reminding great. me that I I don't live there. Sorry. I might move there. So yeah, to me, that was, how could that not be the most- Whole pig. No, no, pork shoulder, shoulder. Pork shoulder, pork shoulder. Pork no, the smoker isn't that big. These things are so funny. They look like um, a mini fridge that someone just rebranded. So we had a smoked pork shoulder- and we had these little tortillas. I've never seen them. like They're like little tiny ones, like street taco size. Uh-huh. I mean, they were adorable. Do you know what I mean? I know like, the exact size that you're talking about. They were about. so cute. And I was like, a little tipsy, I wanted to make a bikini with them. We <laughs> 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 really like post some gross photos oh of my like God. tortilla bikini. That's so funny. <laughs> with like uh, with the strings exactly. of, yeah, what of would just the strings like— be? Kitchen wire, something? No, or pulled pork. Oh my god, hilarious! <laughs> what about you? What'd you eat this week? I was up in Millbrook at my parents' house, just with my mom, and my mother loves what? an American feast. So we had <laughs> a day of for just the two of us. We did coleslaw, potato salad. She makes a mean potato salad. Wait, hold on. Are both the coleslaw and the potato salad vinegar-based, or is one mayonnaise, or they're, they're both, both mayonnaise-based? Mayonnaise and wow, just wait, we your dad also wasn't there. had a Caesar, so three creamy dressings in one meal. Sign me up. Hot dogs, Heinz baked beans. <gasps> it was such a dreamy, it's so nice. It felt like the first day of summer. You know, it felt like that feeling of, oh my God, we're grilling hot dogs, even though we did them indoors. <laughs> sure. I mean, I think I just, hot dogs should always be boiled. I also, oh, interesting. It's I did them on a grill pan. Mm -hmm. I just could not face firing up a barbecue, even though once you do it, it's so easy. But mm. So that was kind of one of the best things that I ate. Yeah. But today we have the most amazing episode. I'm so excited about it. I feel like we've yes. got some knowledge bombs dropped on us. Yeah. A highly informative episode. We have Chef Patrick Miller on. He's the former executive chef at Rucola in Brooklyn in Cobble Hill. Gorgeous, delicious Italian neighborhood restaurant. But he just left Rucola to start his own Amaro company called Faccia Brutto, which is... Um, just hugely exciting, and you'll be able to source these liqueurs and 
taste them for yourself in late August. So so excited for him and for us and what we are about to receive. <laughs> yeah, there's like not a lot of Americans making Amaro's. And I, I mean, I don't even know that much about it. I'm excited to talk to him. Yeah, but it does also feel super, not on trend, but the right level of on trend. Like the trend hasn't fully hit, but Amaro's getting pretty hot. So yeah. listen in and learn how to learn how to drink Amaro, people. Yeah. Ciao. There's a place here at the table, your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic, cause your waistband's gonna get tight. Eight times done, we're having a night. Talk to us about what Amaro is and about aperitivos versus digestives. Oh, yeah. So the whole category of just like bitter drinks that people enjoy, uh, it is just if you have it before a meal, it's an aperitif. If you have it after a meal, it's a digestive. Oh, mind blown right now. I That's thought it. they were two different no, things. They're, and and they're, they're design- they both sort of do the same thing. Some are meant to kind of like stimulate the appetite, which is why some aperitifs uh-huh. – uh, are kind of like drier sometimes. Like think like, I don't know, there's some like Bonal or Akinakina or an aperitivo. Right. Um, sugar is usually added to these to make it more palatable. I see. Because the stuff that's in them is usually very bitter because it helps with digestive, you know, right. pre-meal or just to get your digestion going. So, Hand it to me. Um, yeah. So these, since they're so kind of like unpleasant on their own. They kind of like stored their healing properties in liquor, which is a little bit more pleasant to enjoy. Okay. So that's kind of like why you do it and I how see. they did it. And so it's it's all kinds of things, right? It's herbs, it's bark, it it's and whatever aromatic it's, things you want. Amoro is such a loose category that it makes it easy and very hard at the same time to yeah. kind of like – Nail things down, you know, like Fernet, for example. Everybody loves Fernet. That particular— Everybody thinks that they're supposed to love Fernet now, which it's like— I think a lot of people drink it and are like, yeah, I'm a big fan of Fernet. Exactly. (laughs) And that is, which I'll get to, is why I made mine the way I made mine. Uh Because I didn't want people to have that experience with it. Uh (laughs) I wanted it to be a more positive experience. So instead of like a dare, you know. Right. So anyhow, um, that particular beverage is tough because it the only things that tend to be in a, in a fernet are like wild aloe which is extremely bitter and mint and other than that there's no guidelines right so as far as just amaro in general the only guidelines are that it has uh things in it that um will help you digest and everything else is there to make it more enjoyable so like you have citrus you have some herbs you have you know some spices to give it like complexity and then age or to not age, you know, it all depends on what you want. And what does Amaro mean? Just bitter. Oh, it just means bitter. That's which it. I just want to say, and I've said this before, it's my favorite flavor. Really? Bitter is my favorite flavor. I could She's eat a radicchio on its own. I just think bitter is it's the greatest. It, did you, have you always liked it? Or, yes. Really? Olives have been my favorite food since I was like seven wow. or younger. That's, I love That's bitter. wild because sweet is the the definitely the flavor that everybody is predisposed to like, na- you know, like naturally. And yeah, bitter is like, don't eat this. Right. It's poison. bad for you. It's poison. Yeah. I wonder if my dad just gave me so much bitter stuff growing up. Like he would always drink Negronis when I was growing up. And so I think I would taste them and be like, oh, 
That's being an adult. Yeah, you just get like, used yeah. to it. Yeah. Sure. Or coffee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just exposed to it, and so you learn to like like dark chocolate was always my favorite. Oh yeah. wow. Did you grow up drinking this stuff? I know you're Italian. No, not at all. Oh. My grandfather, Peter Pianta, who I named the Fernet after, nice. would make his own little concoction of a Fernet in some way or another for my grandma when she wasn't feeling well or whatever, uh-huh. uh, which I came across a small bottle of a couple of years ago, which is very cool. My mom actually found it. Oh, my God. Um, so I didn't try it because I'm like, I don't want – it's like it's such a relic, you know. It's so right. cool. So, and no, would, I didn't grow up drinking them. But he would make this and he would bottle it for her? And yeah, I guess so. Take a sip? I guess so. Right. I just found this out like two years ago. So, And do you do you think, because now in America, I feel like Amaro has become quite cool. There are bars that are just Amaro bars. Do you think that Americans are drinking it as a digestif or do you think that they're drinking it be, as in, are they drinking it for liquor properties or for digestive properties? I, I mean, I think. Primarily because it it tastes good and it's 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 sort of this very old traditional thing that is you know become new or is new to us at least yeah. uh, and so I think people are just more interested in uh, what's out there yeah um, and as far as people in the U S making it there are not a lot there's maybe ten yeah you know, maybe. 10 or 15. Wow. That's always, it. As we're late we're to the trend. But, I mean, like, compared to craft beer, right? Right, like, right. Like, million craft beer now. companies in the U.S. now. Yeah. yeah so. Wait, let's break into it. Yeah. What are you going to start us off with? You should definitely start off with the aperitivo. Okay. So, because, tell us about the yes. name. Tell us about the aperitivo. So, um, Faccia Bruto, the name of the company, which means ugly face. <gasps> and it's a term of endearment. How that... Sophie and I both feel today. Exactly. Patrick walked in on us. We were putting on makeup because this is a podcast. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. So, anyway, yeah, it's a term of endearment. Some grandmothers call their grandkids. Um, <laughs> and I figured it was it was memorable enough, funny enough, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it just had a nice ring to it after yeah. a, f- a few other names that I went through that I was like, eh, not really feeling. So the aperitivo is just uh, kind of your classic, like, red bitter thing. It's gorgeous. It, oh, thanks. Uh, I'm kind of, like, on the fence about whether or not I want to filter it because I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Being, like, kind of opaque. I feel like filtered, but, it'll be—people will just assume it's Campari. Yeah. I, yeah. like, unfiltered is nice. But now, okay, how would you serve this? I just drink that on the rocks with a little seltzer because I'm a seltzer addict. So we'll have that. a seltzer addict on our hands. Yeah. I mean, I brought a six-pack of it. <laughs> I always have that on you. Well, but yes. I also like yeah. you brought I have a little belt. Yeah. <laughs> I have a little belt. <laughs> Dispenser. Yeah. Six-pack of Amaro, like six-pack of camelbacks. seltzer. camelbacks. This is a seltzer. Oh, my God. What a great idea. No, but don't you think like the bubbles would get, like, something... Shooting down the back of the throat. Exactly. It would be too spicy. It hurts my tongue. Okay. So, should I ice you guys? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Throw however much ice you want in there. (laughs) However much ice you want in there. So, yeah, yeah, this is like a. It's not like a one rock only. No, 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 no. This is like a. This is definitely a. Drink it how you would drink any other red, bitter, sweet, delicious concoction. All right. So, I'm going to give you. (gasps) Oh, it's so pretty. It's such a. Oh wow! I'm so this really is to drink this. wow. This is it's colored like, with hibiscus and <gasps> uh, cochineal, which is that kind of controversial uh, bug juice. Uh, that oh. like initial red coloring. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was used to dye any and all aperitivos red, or sure. you know, clothing or whatever. Cool. So that's in there too. I also um, want to say that already mm-hmm. I can smell the bitterness, yes. and I'm so psyched about it. <laughs> and yeah. I'm salivating. Yes. Awesome. Um, so just take, swirl it around, and take a sip of it Great. on its own. That way you can kind of uh, get friendly with it as it is. Whoa! Just say, it smells like, can almost... you describe this color? It's like, it's like. 
It's like Kool-Aid in the yes. best way. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Kool-Aid. It's Kool-Aid red. Yeah. Bitter and sweet. Is bitter it, and sweet. Is that, is that too bitter for you? No, 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 no. You made that face. Mm, it's my thinking face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to be better about describing tastes of alcoholic beverages, mm. of wine and... So this um, this has a, something in it that's kind of cool called cola nut, which was initially used for, you know, like flavoring Coca-Cola mm. and other things. It does um, have like a cola so, Which gives it this thing. like cherry, yeah. cherry Coke kind of thing. That's what I couldn't isolate. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what that's it, it is. Wow. Um, and it's just got some other normal like bitter wood and some coriander and star anise and a little cinnamon and nutmeg to kind of like give it a backbone and yeah. have there be something other than just bitter, red, sweet, which now, unfortunately a lot of the other things out there are. When you totally. make it tomorrow, does that mean that you're boiling the wood? Like how – what are you doing? It's so easy. And it, I started doing this as a hobby to make like just like cocktail bitters for my parents as a Christmas gift one year. Right. And, which were not good. Uh, <laughs> but I kind of like – Got the recipe, refined it, and um, it is very easy to do. Anybody can do it. Like you can get a bottle of vodka and just put whatever herbs, roots, uh, citrus you want in there. Let it sit for about you know two, three weeks, and strain it out. Add a little sugar to it, and uh, or water if you want it like lower proof. And that's yeah. it. The way that I I do it is a higher uh, proof spirit, so it's like Everclear right now, but it's like 190 proof ethanol. So it higher the proof of the alcohol, the cleaner the flavor you get from the extracted botanicals. Oh, so you should, yeah, definitely. If you're going to do it, just use Everclear. Um, it'll take, like, less time, too. But then, so how 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 high proof uh, is what I'm drinking? <laughs> this is uh, the same proof as any other red bitter, so it's like 24% yeah. alcohol by volume. Which is not a lot. Not a lot. Okay. Yeah, Which not a lot. perfect. This actually is one of the liqueurs that I make that has a little bit more sugar just because you need that body if you're going to make a mixed drink like a Negroni or you're going to pour seltzer on it so it stands up to it yeah. so it doesn't just like flab out and taste like nothing. Mm-hmm. Everything else is a little bit lower in sugar, which means it's easier to mix in cocktails. You won't feel as bad the next day because all the good stuff that's in here, if you put sugar in there, it does the opposite for digestion. Right. So uh. it's it, the sugar is just to make it taste good. So... It's it's kind of this like thin line that you want to walk. You're like, well, do I want to give somebody something that just tastes good, uh, but like doesn't really have any of these great properties, like healing properties or digestive properties, or do I actually want to give them something that you know is a little bit rougher, but be good for them? Yeah. Well, I used to. Have you ever had um und, Underberg? Underberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. What's that? German? It's like a super. I mean, it's just called a bitters, and it's it's mm. a digestive. It's a German digestive, and they come in these tiny little bottles, and like you you drink it after you've had a really fatty meal. I mean, I used to drink that a lot there, as a um, kid because I would eat a lot and be like, I feel food. Oh yeah, I yeah. That's yeah. very good. There is a. Uh, an acquaintance mm. of mine who is a great writer who actually wrote a book called Amaro. I almost brought it in here. His name is Brad Parsons. Um, and what he's up, kind of like the unofficial spokesperson for the Underberg people. Oh, okay. cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I do because, well, I was thinking about when we when we knew that we were doing an Amaro episode, I was thinking about how it's really yang, right? It's like also a balancing of yin and yang because most of what we eat, especially in the Western world, is super, super yin. Mm-hmm. And so it has – and so this kind of brings everything in, right? It's like it brings everything kind of together. It's very yang. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what it does is it balances mm. yeah, out yeah, yeah, totally. things after you've eaten a meal that makes you feel really like yeah. kind of flabby. Yeah. Which working at an Italian restaurant for a long time, I can appreciate because pasta does that. Right. I want to ask you something. If you're structuring a night of drinking, uh-huh. let's say you're structuring a night 
you're having a night, you're having drinks with people, then you're having a big old meal, you're wrapping it up. What Are you going to drink these all night? Are you going to start with an aperitivo, then drink wine, then wrap it up with a frenet? I would probably start with the aperitivo and like uh, one of my favorite cocktails, the Americano, which is the Negroni, obviously without the gin, add seltzer. Um, Wait, so kind of yum. I've never had this. Yeah, so take, I mean, the way I make it, a couple ounces of aperitivo, a couple ounces of sweet vermouth, uh-huh. a couple rocks to cool it all down, big ones preferably, mm-hmm. so it melts slower, and then about two to three ounces of seltzer because I don't like it too diluted. Right. Orange peel. And that's it. And it's, like, just diluted enough, but just strong enough. Um, just because, like, I like gin and all, but uh, I like this stuff more. So yeah. So if I'm going to – if I'm, like, I'd rather get the sugary calories from this than than gin. So we're going to go into, I think, the uh, Fernet next. This one's mine? So, yes, that's yours. Oh, my God. The smell of this. Cheers. This Toast. one Toast. is, like, a light brown. Ooh, and, boy, does it smell minty. It's oh very minty. God. Ooh, it, like, hits the back mm. of your nostrils in a really <laughs> delightful way. It's almost the same color as, like, stripping on like a dark wow. IPA, but obviously not bubbly. So I made yes. this because I grew up drinking Fernet Branca, which is yeah. the the, only, the first one and the one that people know about. And yeah. So after growing up drinking that, um, I was like, okay, well, I want it to hit all those notes where it's like minty and bitter and dusty. Yeah, and dusty. It has like spices. Can I pour a tiny bit in there or is that a bad idea? Do it. <gasps> okay, I'm pouring seltzer into my Fernet. Fernet. Um, uh, so I wanted it to be less of a dare and more of an enjoyable experience. So a little lower alcohol by volume, so it's like 35, and whereas others tend to be a little hot, hotter, like 39, 40 percent. Uh-huh. And it actually has some good stuff in there. There's like chaga mushroom, which is <gasps> great for you. But oh, my God. I'm not advertising so that, but I mean it's like – We're not getting drunk. We're just treating our bodies like temples. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, that's why um, I like starting this company and any Amaro's I feel like – finally doing well here especially for like millennials because of this wellness obsession so if you can and this has always been this way but it's like oh if i can drink and also have the benefit have it be somewhat medicinal or say oh this is part of the wellness thing too it's not gonna you know prevent any sort of cancer i don't think nor will it prevent you from feeling terrible the next day however you can make an excuse for yourself there there are good things in here for you yeah um it has like 38 different botanicals. So there's oh, wow. a bunch of different spices. There's two different kinds of mint. There's one that I grow myself called Corsican mint, which is just a ground cover. But it's one that is sometimes used to extract to make menthol. So that's where you get that kind of biting, kind of like higher than peppermint mint kind yeah, of thing higher. in the back of your nose. Yes. That high note. Um, it's I'll, really nice with some seltzer. It's great it, with seltzer. It like, it, um, it's almost like you can taste the flavors a little bit more because... Th- it's like they're spread out. They're right. spread out. They're like it exactly. lifts it. Yeah. So let's talk about other ways of drinking Amaro while we're drinking Amaro. Because sometimes you don't always want that hyper bitter, hyper digestive mm-hmm. flavor. What else? So that's a great idea. Seltzer, obviously. Oh, yeah. A little bit of an orange peel. Like, how else do you drink them? If you want to drink it, you know, slowly and in a cocktail fashion. Um, I am a fan of several Amaro cocktails. Uh, the weather, however, puts a big change in, in how I drink Amaro and when I drink Amaro. So hmm. it's, when it's warmer and more disgusting in New York, I tend towards the red stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and when it's a little bit cooler, I will always go for the brown stuff. Yeah. Um, so 
In the summertime, obviously, any sort of aperitivo cocktail derivative, whether it's a spritz, which is still a delicious beverage. Oh, shout Sorry, out New York Rosie. Times. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to get people hot and bothered. Hot and they do. bothered. Yeah. Oh, I'm, my God. Whatever, you know. Uh, I think it's a fine cocktail. Not one of my go-tos, but like I said, Americano, Negroni. I'm, I am I have simple tastes when it comes to the, the red and bitter cocktails because I really enjoy the flavor right. of that particular beverage. Yeah. So I'm not going to be blowing anybody's mind today with— you know, yeah. a aperitivo cocktail. Well, let's, let's <laughs> you take some aperitivo and then you add seltzer. Right. Yeah. So but that's because it's yeah. delicious. Yeah. Yeah. When you're working with like a nice small batch, like I also locally feel like made, adding a little bit of. It. You, right. But I feel like adding a little bit of lime, like that, there is something about adding a little bit of sour mm, totally. to something, to that kind of an aperitivo mm. drink that that really makes the flavors pop. Like orange can sometimes be a little, not too sweet, but adding the same on the same. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you the perception of, of sweetness because the oil itself is like, yeah. when you smell it, you think sweet, yeah. like mint. Yeah. You know? Um, yes. Well, my friend Hallie, which is how yeah. we were connected, she was the first person to serve me an Aperol spritz years ago, and she had it with a uh, orange peel and with uh, an olive, and I thought with that a green was olive. so yeah, wonderful. Really brought out the bitter and the sweet, and it was just nice to have this little salty thing in there. Man. That's cool. I don't think I've ever had one with an olive in it. I think I shout I out to Hallie. Yeah, yeah, it's a great She's idea, awesome. especially just for color. Oh, yeah. Ugh, orange and green. Mm-hmm. Can't get enough. So for that, okay, so for that, you're going simple. You're having seltzer, maybe lime, maybe orange, whatever. Uh, the, yeah, that's that's me. You right. know, I'm sure some cocktail nerd out there will probably make something way cooler than I could think of. But, you know. I mix all the jakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for, but for like a di- digestive thing, what uh-huh. would you do for that? Same. I like the flavor of bitter. I like the flavor of, like, medicinal things. So for me, yeah. I'm going... Like rocks, citrus zest, maybe a little seltzer if I want. Um, but obviously, a lot of other options. I do enjoy a couple of like darker cocktails with them, like the Boulevardier, which is the other one. I don't even know what it's, what it's in it off the top it of my head. That other one. It's Ram. the other one. I feel like it's the Negroni, but with like whiskey instead of gin. Or something. Somebody ordered me one of those one time by accident. That's what it and is. I no likey. Me no likey. Well, because I um, I hate brown liquors. Oh. I hate whiskey. I wish I liked it. So it was a problem for me. Are these? Oh, here you go. They are. What do you they are, these are, are the brownest these, liquors I've ever seen. You can't get more brown than these. <laughs> yeah, look at this one. This is like. <laughs> but this is brown liqueur, not brown liquor. liquor. You know? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, True. Okay, cool. So we've done the aperitivo. We've done the fernet. I think we should go for the alpine tomorrow uh, to kind of Love continue me. our journey into alcoholism. Um, <gasps> this one's orangey. Really oh. exploring the depths of alcoholism here. Please. Um, okay, so tell us so, about this. Alpine tomorrow. So just think like you're on a mountainside. Uh, oh my god, I am. I'm on a mountainside. Yeah, like, I'm clinging to a mountainside. <laughs> this is. It does. It's like wow. Is it pine? You've got it, yeah. So this is this actually yes. came from me trying to change one of my first Amaro recipes, which is the Amaro Garini, uh, and just like make a different Amaro, right? So I changed a couple of the ingredients. I added a couple of things. There's a little bit of uh, eucalyptus. There's pine resin. There is... Um, I'm in a spa. Some My different, stomach is in a spa. Yeah. Some different... <laughs> no, this is really... 
amazing. It really is delicious. God, so this, I'm trying to stop saying amazing. This sits, it's very hard. No, that's okay. This sits in uh, oak for a few months. So this is aged. This is what it just kind of like mellows everything out. Whoa. The sugar is a little bit lower. The ABV is, a little, you know, around the, the uh, high 20s. So it's there, but it's not overwhelming. Um, yeah, and the alcohol kind of rounds out all those like it's nasty delicious. little edges. Wow. I, I mean, I... I'm I'm in a sauna in Finland. I'm stepping outside into the snow. I'm right? having a shot of this. Yeah. It's it's really yeah. one of the like most aromatic things. It's really incredible. This is yeah. one of the four that Fachabruta will be starting with. Mm. So the four are Aperitivo, Amaro Alpino, Fernet Pianta, and the seasonal Nocino, which is green walnut liqueur, <gasps> which we have here today. Oh. For some reason, I thought that Amaros all had to do with nuts. <laughs> I'm learning that that's wrong. But do any Amaros, are any of them like hazelnut based or like uh, I'm almond? sure there are liqueurs that have those nuts in them. I, I mean, I know that there are, but the the Amari are not. Uh, okay. They tend to not mm. because I'm sure somebody out there is throwing hazelnuts in some sort of liqueur and I just don't know about it right. because it's made, it's in Italy where yeah. all the most delicious things liqueur slash Amaro wise come from. Yeah. Um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let's talk about Amaro versus Grappa. Okay. Clearly, they're incredibly different flavor profiles, but they're kind of used around the same time, right? Mm-hmm. It's like totally. post-meal. Absolutely. So what's the... What's Prefer- I think it's just personal preference. Oh, okay. Yeah, like if, if uh, you're... Trying to, like, break it down? No, there's, there's, there's no, uh, like, mystery to unravel here. Right. There's no Carmen Sandiego sort of like, oh, I found it. You know, like, uh, I don't even know where Carmen Sandiego thing came from. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I follow. We're children of the 90s. Sure. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carmen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like when after a meal, if I want to do something that I feel is kind of, yeah, medicinal and feels good and kind of, chic and smart, I'll order an, a digestif. But if I've had like a lot to eat and I want to drink like battery acid, like I want to basically the acid to like make all the food go away. Yes, yep. exactly. I'll do a shot of grappa. Drano. Just, yeah, I yeah. want to drink Drano. <laughs> like I ate too much. <laughs> I'm still drunk somehow. I just, I want to keep going on this train and I want all that food to just like Grappa will 100% keep you on that drunk train. Yeah. I want to. Uh, I, I want, as far as it melting the food in your stomach. No, it definitely <laughs> Probably less that's that. Just a, that's just a wish. Don't try mine. drinking Drano at home. No. Oh my God. Jesus. Wait, I want to say something very. Um, or Tide Pods. Yeah, people were eating those a while ago. What? They're idiots. They're idiots. Sophie's oh, not on God. the internet. Yeah. <laughs> She's not on the internet. I want to say something. I want to bring something up that Do may it. be polarizing. Limoncello. Terrible. I fucking hate limoncello. I think it's disgusting. You know, that's interesting you say that. I was considering having that be one of the f- the first beverages because some people still like it. And it's relatively like it. easy to produce. And I don't hate it. But not enough people like it. It's not – it doesn't ha- – it has this like kind of like old – Yep. man thing about it. The, the perception that like old people drink it, right? Let's just, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but let's just kind of be honest. Definitely. Like, that's what I think. Young people. Like my old Italian. Yeah. yeah like, like young people aren't into it, unfortunately. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, let's restructure here. Yeah. No limoncello. Yeah. And well, then I had to find something else. And so what the something else was? Probably the uh, Fernet, I think. This was like years ago when okay. I was coming up with like the business plan and trying to figure out like. What yeah. How many doing. years in the making has this been? Like four Wow. A long time. Wow, wow, wow. So exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's continue. Yes. yes. Uh, this journey, I'm I'm getting warm, both from the air in here and from the all of the alcohol that we're drinking. It's very exciting. Oh, this is so good. Um, 
So no chino. So oh. this is this is a really fun uh, fun thing. It has a whole bunch of history with it. There's a whole bunch of rituals. Some people um, kind of like have parties and they only do it under the full moon. And there's a whole bunch of lore that goes into this because they're only picked on a certain day oh my God. Um, in June. But all you need are oh green God. walnuts, which are just unripe, uh-huh. kind of like wild black walnuts. And... You know, liquor and whatever else you want to flavor it with. So, where do you get your walnuts from? Uh, I get them from two places. So, I get them from the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. and I get them from New Jersey. Cool, interesting. And there are very, they are. I get a specific kind of like genus or like variety of them. Are they shells? Because there are a couple different kinds. No, these are actually whole. They're about the size of. Mm, like a ping pong ball, yeah, more or sure, less, sure. and they're bright green. Cool, and wow. they're soft enough where you can cut them with a knife. Oh, but wow. you, but you use the outside and the inside. You use the whole thing. Wow! So you just cut them in half, put them in a tank or a container, throw your neutral grain spirit over them, and then whatever other flavorings. Some people throw like, you know, coffee bean or you know citrus zest or different spices. Cocoa? Would you ever do? Um, I mean. I might do like cocoa nib. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's what I mean, like, yeah, I might do that. Beans, but like, wait, honestly, it's... the flavor of you'll see because I don't put more than four things in the nochino aside from the green walnuts. Okay, what there's are only. You... Should we guess? You could try to guess. I don't want to give away all my secrets because maybe my competitors oh, are listening. Fair. So I want to say this one looks like um, it's dark and it's not as opaque. It's like um, so this, like a cough. This is it looks like a cough. My favorite thing I've ever <laughs> drunk. This is all these bottles are yours. Un- <gasps> These are all yours. Oh my god! Are you sure? Are you sure? Of course. I have oh a ton. Whoa! This is unbelievable. I'll just the t- eyes that Ari and I are making at each I'll other. Just, Nobody can see it. Yeah, yeah. It's special. I'll just wow. tell you what's in here because I really don't care. It's funny. Also, might I add a little segue? This whole coming from the food industry where recipes are freely shared. This industry of the amaro and bitter drinks. Nobody tells you what's in it. So you really have to, like, do a lot of digging and hope that somebody's recipe on right. the Internet is, like, not going to kill you and yeah. um, come mm-hmm. up with something that's good. So it it took a lot of doing. But the Nochino is an exercise in restraint. It's just green walnuts, um, the neutral grain spirits, some cane sugar, organic. Uh, <laughs> yay. Yay. Uh, some citrus <laughs> zest. Vanilla. What, what kind of citrus? Vanilla. Orange and lemon. Okay. Uh, some vanilla beans. Mm-hmm. And what else do I put in here? A couple cloves. <sighs> wow. It That's it. That's my me, recipe. It it's, tastes to me like raw cookie dough. Ooh. Interesting. I associate the taste of walnuts with cookie dough, too, because I grew up always, my parents put walnuts in them. Whoa, I totally get that. That is, is crazy. I so compared it to delicious. vanilla extract and maple syrup had yes. a baby. Yes. It is like that. That's what I just, that's what I think But of. it's like, you you know, you taste vanilla extract on its own and you're like, eh. Yeah. But this tastes like how you want it to taste. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Oh, like, so I know. A platonic ideal. So. <laughs> so true. Oh, my God. Um, after everything is macerated, strained out, it ages in an oak wow. barrel for about eight months. So during that time, it just, a lot of oxygen transfer, things reduce, things get more complex, Things get more delicious, and then you take it out and sweet it with just a little bit of sugar. It's like twenty percent alcohol. It's super low. Wow. Um, although some people do make like sixteen percent alcohol beverages, but I'm like, uh, you know, if you're gonna drink, then drink. Have a little drink, you know, a little, you know. Would it be heresy if one poured this over, let's say, vanilla ice cream? No, it would be <gasps> appropriate. Yeah. yeah. No, it would. It, what would you call it? You'd be like an affogato, but like a. 
Amargado. We're not going to be able to figure this out and make it sound cool. The marketing brains in here yeah. are not. Amargado, right? Amargado. Ooh, Amargado. Oh, we figured it out. Yeah. Okay, we did. It only no, took a couple Ari. seconds too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally wrong. Uh, I mean, this really like is kind of the crowd pleaser because it's low ABV. It's yeah. very easy to enjoy. There's nothing bitter about it. Because I wouldn't necessarily call it an Amaro. It's right. it's like it kind of straddles the Amaro liqueur kind of category. Sure. Um, because it's, there's nothing bitter in it, you know. Yeah. At least in mine. Right. Um, so, Sophia, what's your favorite? Well, I think it's so figure. special. Right, but it's not bitter. I know. I don't think I could drink don't as much of this as I would the other ones. The other it's true. ones. True. It feels more like it feels like such a sweet treat. It yeah. feels oh, yeah. like yes. a perfect. It's like this would be instead of a dessert almost. Yeah, or mm-hmm. a dessert wine. <gasps> yeah, yeah, or like yeah. a really dense piece of like flourless chocolate yes. cake with this. Mm. Oh yeah. God, I'm having a headache. I'm so excited. You, you <laughs> wow. got a whole bottle to to just experiment yeah. with. Yes. So. Oh my God. How many types are there? Of what, tomorrow? Yeah, like I it's mean, just endless. Count, countless. Yeah, well, because like is it almost like saying it's that the category is so right. huge because it exactly. just means bitter. Exactly. And so it's like. Yeah. Oh, what's up with why do all of these liquors, liqueurs, Amaros have the most beautiful looking bottles? Uh, like what? What is hmm. that tradition? Do you know what I mean? They're all kind of Art Deco-y and they've got like a weird lady or like a wizard. A, a wizard. wizard. I don't know if there's a wizard. But you no, know, there's like an animal. They just yeah, are. Yeah. They, Great shapes. What is that tradition? Fonts. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. It, and it's totally like that's why I've started drinking certain things. I'll just be at the bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, what is that? I think you'd hit the nail on the head with your question. Question asked, question answered. I think it's just <laughs> like you want it to jump out at people. Right. You want to kind of like give your your brand an identity, a focal point, like something that they can say, oh, I, like you see that yes. face, you see that fox, wizard. you see that wizard. Mm-hmm. You're like, I want the wizard shit. Yep. Give me that. Like, I'm going all in. Yeah. Um, well, I'm a huge like, J.R.R. Tolkien fan. <laughs> just, give me that wizard shit. Yeah. Very sure. It's really niche <laughs> audience. Exactly. Game of Thrones tomorrow. <laughs> okay, let's move on. So the last one, Amaro yes. Garini. So this wow. was the very first uh, kind of like Amaro that I tried making myself. What was your What was your journey of getting into Amaro, sort of stepping not necessarily away from cooking, but doing it a little bit less? It was just me trying to make Christmas gifts for my folks and okay. my family. And then uh, kind of like getting the bug, and my mom bought me a five-gallon barrel. Thanks, Mom. Oh. And... Then from there, it was just like a really cool hobby, you know. I already had the desire to drink because I've been working in the kitchen for so long. And, yeah. Um, you know, just enjoyed it as just like a part of relaxing and part of life. Yeah. And then uh, I was just like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like the stuff tastes pretty good. And I give it to other people and they're like, oh, this is pretty good. So. And then did you do like a big old tasting thing where you just went around and tried all the Amaros that you could find? Or did you just fool around with ingredients? That was actually more. It was mostly because of Rucola that I got into doing this because we have a large selection of Amaro uh, there. You should go to Rucola. Check it out. Love it. Um, and. Uh, yeah, just through tasting, I just was like, oh, I really like this, I like this, I like this. Um, and, yeah, I just kind of got the bug, and I was like, you know what? Maybe getting texts from my dishwasher at 5 in the morning saying I'm not coming in because I can't put my shoes on. Maybe I want to leave that part of my life behind and yeah. have a different lifestyle. Wow. So that's why I wound up doing this is because, you know, yeah. maybe a little different lifestyle. Mm. So this is kind of like an Amaro that I wanted to drink like a whiskey because, unlike some people, unfortunately, I do like the brown liquor. 
but it is just a few bittering agents, a little cardamom orange and uh, some honey and sugar to sweeten. And then it's aged in a barrel for about six months. This one was aged in a brand new barrel. Mm-hmm. So you get the wood. You get that like smoky kind of barrel. thing. Yeah. This barrel. <laughs> you do get, get that, that barrel. You get that barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting though is this was aged in a barrel first. And then the Nochino that you just tasted was aged in it immediately after. And you got no no wood, no oak, no smoke, no nothing on that. So it's interesting because yes. all of that like wood and smoke and everything is in this. Huh. And that one got the smoother operator as far as the kind of like what it pulled out of the barrel. And so that's partially why I guess when when Psalms and people are tasting wine, they'll talk about new oak, that that's a very different exactly. flavor. Whoa. Yep. This, and this is, this yeah, brand new barrel, new oak. So this one kind of, does it remind you of, of brown liquor? No, I love it. Oh, good. Okay. All right. If um, whiskey tasted like this, I'd drink <laughs> it. So there are certain flavor aspects of whiskey that I really like, but I think it's just something about when it's on its own, it does something to my palate and like to my body where it makes me want to vomit. Oh, I hear you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to vomit. I just feel good. But um, this, I'm glad you like this though. Because mm, yeah. this is definitely so brown good. and it's definitely liquor. Super complex. Well, I feel like I can taste yeah. all of those things you named. The cardamom. Mm-hmm. Green or brown cardamom? Black green, cardamom. green. Yeah, so good. You can really taste it. Yeah, I tasted a cardamom amaro recently. I guess I was trying to get into it, and I felt like I didn't taste any cardamom at all. You totally tasted did you, this. Did you try card amaro? Card amaro? Maybe. C a r d. It's got a little thistle. Probably. And you didn't taste cardamom because that is. Card like cardoon, so it's made with like oh, artichoke. Damn it, artichoke no one, thistle. Oh, I've had that. I think that actually makes sense because it's I a think little closer to a vermouth cards. than like a. Give Amaro, me a cardoon. You know, I, think. Yes. I think it's made with like wine. Maybe I don't know. I don't know too much about it. I think that's exactly what I have. But I do know that cardamaro Cardamom. is not cardamom. Right, unfortunately, huh. but delicious. It's like someone put honey all over the like a oak cra- or like a the barrel. Yeah, it's like I, I took a bite out of a. <clears throat> Barrel cracker with honey on it. A cracker barrel. Oh. <laughs> cracker barrel, what's up? <laughs> well, we have a lot of sponsors on our podcast today, thanks to Cardamaro and Cracker Barrel. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like it tastes woody and honey mm-hmm. and like just really. But this really, really has like opened my my eyes up to the so because each of these flavor profiles was completely different. Yes, completely. And they all are in the same family, even though, right, like the Nachino is kind of different, so is the Aperitivo, but the other three are really all in the same family yeah. and taste so vastly different. Oh, yeah. This one's ooh, so special. Wow. Where can we find this? Is uh, it on shelves yet or it's just No, 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 no. It's uh, it's just, I'm just kind of like giving it to friends for free. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> For Very now. happy Surprise to for, for now, uh, but your website's great. I'm waiting. That's yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I made it myself. Get out of here. No, um, no it's really we need it. <laughs> Shout out to Squarespace. What yeah, up, Squarespace? <laughs> <laughs> Our website also. Yeah, yeah. We're um, also Squarespace. They make it. They make it very easy. So, uh, it, you can just get it from me. Long story short, I'm waiting for approval from the government. I have my space. I have the lease. Um, and I think probably August, September, it'll be on shelves. Awesome. Oh yeah. So, guys, if you want a bottle of what is, to me, truly some of the most exciting drinks that I've had, yeah. DM us or email us at hello at com. 
We'll hook you We're up giving it away. Chef Patrick. <laughs> not, not for free. Well, I mean. $120 a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just, it's so exciting. It is. And it's such a great way to round out a meal. You don't do it at home when you're entertaining so much. Every now and then I remember it's like, oh, well, with dessert I'll do a fernet, you know. I started doing it with port. Could really, yeah. Port is great Which, too. But port, it's like it really sends you over the edge. Port is like, what's up? You can have a glass of this. Here comes your gout like it's so intense it does feel and I really, love it so yeah. much but it's it's decadent in a way where it's a lot I think you have to want to be decadent you know it's like you had the cheese course you had dessert you're having port as uh-huh. opposed to like this can be after a normal meal yeah oh yeah totally you know I, I tend to not actually drink this stuff after just if it's like a regular day but right. what I do hammer on not to sound like a total alcoholic is the the bitter red stuff because man oh man if and that's it's just like part of a, a ritual right like you yeah. go home some people have beer some people have whatever but right. like this stuff is kind of like just part of my ritual and that's what um, I'm trying to get into that's awesome everybody else's ritual we love it well thank you for coming on and letting thanks us for having me this thank you <laughs> <laughs> thanks Patrick thank you of so course. much my pleasure so great this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.